Did you know that there are more than 12,000 varieties of seaweed? Earthshot Prize winner Nopla is harnessing the power of this diverse and ubiquitous material to change the face of single-use packaging from takeaway boxes to condiment sachets. I'm your host Jess, and in this episode of the Circular Economy Show podcast, I speak with Nopla's co-founder, Pierre Pestier, about what Nopla is, why their innovation is so important, and what it will take for them to scale. I started by asking Pierre, what is Nopla? So my name is Pierre Paslier. I'm the co-founder and co-CEO of Notpla. Notpla is a sustainable packaging startup based in London, developing a range of packaging solutions made from seaweed and plants as alternatives to single-use plastics. We really believe that uh, we can look at nature for solutions instead of using synthetic materials like plastic. And we've been growing a portfolio of solutions, including edible bubbles for marathons and festivals, takeaway uh, food containers uh, for home-delivered food and street meals, um, and films and flexible sachets for all sorts of different dry powders. So the range is expanding every day. And what makes Notpla circular? Notpla is circular because we use materials that already exist abundantly in nature, seaweed and plants, um, in the form that they exist in nature without chemically modifying them. So that means that nature at the end of the of life of our products uh, has no trouble of reusing those building blocks and turning it into the next plant or the next seaweed. Um, but beyond that, we also try to use uh, all of the seaweed that we, we um, take from the sea. So uh, by focusing on not only some of the key extracts that are the gelatinous part for making takeaway boxy coatings or um, edible uh, bubbles, we also look at the fibrous co-products that could be otherwise a waste and we turn it into seaweed paper or rigid materials so that 100% of the seaweed is used and nothing goes to waste. Our takeaway boxes might appear to be made out of paper, but is that true? Your typical takeaway food container for a salad or a burger and fries um, could either be 100% plastic, but it could also look cardboard on the outside, but it's never just cardboard. If you want to hold hot, greasy, moist food, you need a thin layer of plastic on the inside or using synthetic forever chemicals. Um, and that's a really big problem because that plastic won't biodegrade, it will stay in the environment for a very long time. Um, and also it makes this type of waste non-recyclable. So with seaweed, we can actually create a coating that is going to provide a natural solution that is fully biodegradable and actually recyclable. And why are innovations like this so important? Our innovation is very important because the materials we use today have a huge toll on our natural environments, on ourselves. So we have to stop using plastic. Plastic is this material that is extremely high performance. It has its use, but single use is not one of them. And it's very important that we stop using it for applications where consumption is so quick and where it's not required to have such properties. Um, it breaks down into microplastics that make it into the natural environments, uh, unbalancing all sorts of different uh, natural ecosystems. Um, it stops plankton from sequestering carbon. Uh, it makes it into the food chain. We now find it in our blood. We, we find it in the air, in our water. So we really have to use this material very carefully because otherwise we are just spreading this poison um, uh, everywhere. So we've heard Nopla is a seaweed-based solution that is disrupting single-use packaging in a positive way. And we really need it because of the challenges of single-use plastic waste and pollution. 
So how did Pierre get started with all of this? And why seaweed? In the early days, uh, we were working with my co-founder Rodrigo in our kitchen. We didn't have access to a lab. We were just looking at lots of different natural materials and how they could be a potential uh, edible packaging or biodegradable packaging. So we started with uh, the usual um, starches, cellulose, different types of uh, gums from different roots and different plants. And eventually that's when we stumbled upon the uh, technique for making fake caviar uh, that uses uh, seaweed extracts uh, to create the little kind of like uh, like uh, bowls of uh, flavor, fish flavored uh, liquid. And that was a revelation. We were like, wow, this is so cool that you can use seaweed to make these kind of products. How can we make it bigger, more resistant? How can we really take it away from um, the world of like food technologies and bring it into packaging? Um, and, and that's the point where we also started to research more about seaweed and realize how incredible a material it was. Like uh, grows very fast, doesn't require fresh water or fertilizer. Uh, it sequesters carbon. It's naturally biodegradable. So it felt like this material had to be um, one of the solutions to our plastics problem. Pierre's background as a packaging engineer strongly influenced his passion to start Notpla. I started my career as a packaging engineer. I was working for L'Oreal, the cosmetics company, making lots of uh, cream jars in plastic and like shampoo bottles in plastic uh, by the tens of millions. Um, so I learned a lot of things, but I also realized that that's not where my heart was. And I felt like I was part of the problem, not the solution. So I came to study a master's here in London called Innovation Design Engineering. And that's where I met my co-founder Rodrigo. And during the course of the of the master's, um, started this, this exploration that was not really meant to be much more than a, a student project, but it took a life on its own where we realized that there was something really exciting happening and people were really excited about seeing this growing and, and going beyond the, the scale of the, the kitchen. So that was really the, the starting point for, for Notpla. So why seaweed? How much potential is there in this material? So there's over 12,000 species uh, of seaweed in the world, which is an incredible amount of diversity. Some species have more genetic diversity than between a mushroom and an elephant. So this is how wide the seaweed world is. What we do is that we pick different components, different building blocks to create the, the solutions uh, that are necessary for, for packaging. Obviously, we had to start somewhere. So we looked at some of the brown seaweed that are used for making fake caviar. That was the, the starting point in our kitchen. We were just doing molecular gastronomy and looking at how we could leverage some of those uh, technologies, take them out of the food world and bring them into, into packaging. But in the last eight years, we've expanded so much beyond that. And now we are really looking at all sorts of things that are really possible to do with that wider range of, of seaweed. Packaging is therefore serving a certain function. It protects the content for a certain period of time until the content is consumed. And for us, it's really important that once that's done, packaging shouldn't stay around for a long time. It shouldn't create a long-lasting waste. And unfortunately, very often we use plastic, which is indestructible. So there is a big mismatch between those short time of consumptions, something you grab, you consume in five minutes, you throw away, and the fact that this plastic is literally indestructible in nature. And so by using seaweed and plants, we fit so much better in the natural environment. So the packaging will disappear by having uh, all sorts of different nat natural biodegradation um, like uh, mechanisms, which means that just like the peel of an orange or an apple, it will not stay there for much longer than the actual content of the apple. You've probably already heard that this is a story of innovation and innovators creating positive impact. 
It's such a great story, in fact, that Nopla won the prestigious Earthshot Prize in 2022. What does that mean for Pierre? So we just won the Earthshot Prize uh, in the category Build a Waste-Free World. Notpla products do exactly that. We, we create solutions that are never a waste. Uh, nature knows exactly what to do with these materials at end of life. Um, and we, we don't introduce anything that would be synthetic or man-made that nature cannot cope with. Uh, so we're really excited to do that in food service, uh, with com cosmetic brands, uh, fashion brands, um, sports. There's so many other occasions that we can uh, help become less dependent on plastic. Um, and winning this Earthshot Prize is, is, is incredible for us because as a small organization, we get a huge amount of visibility. So a lot of brands who are really keen to join the mission. Um, and also, obviously, the million pound is going to extend significantly our abilities to double down on R&D, invest in new machinery and, and really kind of like continue to grow. What will they do with the winnings? The million pound from the Earthshot Prize uh, is really going to be helpful for us to continue to grow the team of chemists, engineers, designers that are really working on some of those uh, novel uh, solutions. Um, we're only at the beginning of what we can do with seaweed. We are barely scratching the surface, so we need to continue to invest in the next generation of, of solutions. Um, and as a company, it also extends our ability to uh, prove ourselves before we need to go back to the market for fundraising or doing some, some expansion. So it's really beneficial for a startup like us. Notply is available in the UK, in, in EU, with some partnerships like with Just Eat. Um, but thanks to the Earthshot Price, we're now getting reach uh, far beyond Europe and we are getting a lot of interest from the US, Southeast Asia, all sorts of different markets. So. The goal for us is to make sure that the technology is mature and ready so that we can look at those uh, expansion uh, territories um, and find the right partners locally that can really amplify what we can do. What are the biggest remaining challenges? Thanks to all of the industrialization efforts, we really believe that we're going to reach uh, massive economies of scale and we're going to be able to uh, reach a point that is very competitive in price um, with certainly a lot of other sustainable or so-called sustainable materials like PLA or other bioplastics that don't truly deliver on, on sustainability. So that's exciting. And certainly our boxes are now uh, on par with the PLA coated box. So that's definitely something that is really, really exciting to see. That being said, I think when you look at the, the cost of traditional plastics, it's so low, it's virtually low because it doesn't take into account any of the externalities. Um, so you're really not comparing like for like um, all the costs on uh, marine ecosystems, on our health, on uh, climate change is not built into the price at the purchase point. And this is something that um, more and more governments are realizing. And that's why there is more bans and more taxes to make sure that we don't keep on using this material that basically leaves a tab behind of close to 90% of like the, the value, like estimates put the price of plastic on society at about 10 times the cost at purchase. So it means that we are leaving for future generations, 90% of the burden of the cost of those materials um, in, in, in the effect on society. So the goal for Notpla is to be the most affordable, uh, sustainable material that takes into account its true life costs, not just like plastic that hides it away. How do they scale? And what does scaling mean for a startup like Notpla? To start with, we have to make final products. So we make boxes and pots for marathons and sachets for different types of um, like applications. But what we really see as like our scale up is that we provide the input materials for others to run those machines and operate uh, all of their kind of like uh, production with 
not pla instead of plastic. So by going up in the value chain, that means that we can have so much more impact. And so we are looking at proving to all of those industry um, like partners that it's really worth putting those materials and those products on the market so that they can then take it upon themselves to, to use those for their own clients. To get to mass adoption and having every brand using NotPla products and, and every relevant party kind of like really uh, joining us on, on this uh, journey, we need to have people who are truly committed to make a change in their industry. There's unfortunately such a vested interest in continuing to use the same uh, materials and the same processes and keep on like using the, 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 the those same uh, uh, solutions that it makes it very hard for innovation to break through. I think we need to also kind of like get more education from the general public because there is so much greenwashing. There's so many solutions that claim to be everything when actually they are uh, not delivering. Um, and we need to be more stringent about what kind of certifications are allowed in the industry to differentiate uh, different solutions. Um, and yeah, eventually I think um, we will get there and there's like a very kind of like fast pace of change that we are seeing in the industry. But um, anyone can be a champion within their organization to make that change. That's certainly our story with some of the biggest partnerships. It started with one person who really wanted to make this happen within the organization. And, and today we are making millions of units with those companies and, and that's thanks to them. So scaling for Nopla doesn't necessarily mean more manufacturing. It means moving upstream in the value chain. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Circular Economy Show podcast from the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. We'd love to find out what you think about the show. So please complete our listener survey, which you can find in the show notes of this episode. Speak to you next time.